Hey guys, before we get started with this episode, I just wanted to let you know that there are some serious spoilers for the movie Arrival in this episode. Uh, if you've seen Arrival, great. Go ahead and listen. If you haven't and you would like to watch it before you actually listen to this week's episode, uh, I would recommend doing that because we basically we basically go over the entire plot of the movie. Um, so if, you, if you're interested, it's, it's super good. I'd highly recommend that you go watch it. Uh, if you don't care and uh, you're fine with spoilers, then go ahead and listen. I'm Ryan. Christian. I'm Braxton. And welcome to the question at hand, the least specific podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the question at hand. I hope everyone is doing absolutely fantastic. And uh, yesterday, I am sitting inside. My mom walks in and says, Brian, what the heck happened to the mailbox? And I'm like, I and don't And that's know. when you thought, oh my God, she found out that I ran over the mailbox. <laughs> and then, no, and that I'm, didn't happen. I'm like, uh, I don't know what did happen to the mailbox, mom. And she was like, uh, you want to come look at it? <laughs> <laughs> and so we'd had uh, like a brick mailbox at one point and it, got hit by a, a lawnmower, like just barely caught it. And it was on like these, it had like a planter underneath. So it was kind of hollow and there were some bricks holding it up. Hit one of the bricks and it like twisted and fell. Uh, but there's this like gigantic piece that was at the top where like the mailbox was. And it weighs enough that we can't move it. And it was like probably eight inches deep in the ground. And the car that hit our mailbox ran over that to begin with, going fast enough that they moved that <laughs> like 10 feet and then destroyed our mailbox. Like, what were they... Like, not just like... What were they driving? Not just knocked it over, but like obliterated they it. Kinda, it looked from the, from the... From my, you know, technical expertise, it looked like <laughs> they didn't back into it. It looks like someone jumped the curb, drove oh, yeah. over it, and kept going. Or they backed up afterwards, but well, yes, but yeah. it was like clean. It was like a clean through kind of thing. It was like, yeah. and it's like what we were, were they driving lucky they didn't to where their the car fence. weren't just like wasn't like destroyed. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that they even drove away. Honestly, I just, I don't know. I'm like that would have destroyed your car because it, it. I think if it had been a truck, the truck would have jumped the curb and then kind of drove over that big brick thing. Whereas a car would have jumped the curb and like smacked the crap out of it because the tire wouldn't have just like rolled over it because of how yeah, low it is in the, the wheel well. The more I think about it, I'm like, no matter what vehicle it was, like, what does it look like today? I know, yeah. <laughs> it has to have the whole like front fender like destroyed, Yeah, right? my, she was like, how did you not hear that inside? And I was like, I don't know. I was watching videos and... I was, I was coincidentally watching videos of people's mailboxes getting hit by cars. <laughs> I so, was, well, <laughs> that's what, uh, you know, you could see like a couple tire tracks and it wasn't like somebody came by smashing mailboxes. I mean, it's still daylight. It was like six o'clock. If anybody asked us, we were smashing mailboxes, okay? <laughs> if anybody asked, we were out smashing mailboxes. <laughs> we're out smashing Ryan's mailbox, okay? Yeah, so it wasn't somebody like came by in the back of a truck and like took the mailbox out or anything. Like they legitimately had to have destroyed their car. And they just drove off and didn't You know, Christian, it's funny. We haven't seen your car since that happened. Interesting. You've seen my car. It would have been destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> like it, the mailbox would not have moved. <laughs> well, I don't know. Your car is pretty tough. I mean, it's they had to have been going fast though to hit that brick thing and then hit the mailbox because you wouldn't have hit the mailbox without yes. like moving the brick thing ten feet. <laughs> I don't know. Like if you had hit the brick it, thing and it stopped you, logic you would of have physics, not hit it should mailbox. not have happened. It but was it yeah, and it like broke bricks in half. It was freaking crazy, man. It's nuts. I don't understand <laughs> what these people were doing, but yeah, they destroyed our mailbox. And then I got to Braxton's late because I had to clean up mailbox stuff. And now it's like, how do you get your mail, dude? For real though, <laughs> we legitimately <laughs> well, don't have a joke, a, we, yes. we legitimately don't have a mailbox right now. Yes. It is uh, obliterated. Uh, so if anybody out there <laughs> knows who 
hit and ran our mailbox. Shoot me a DM. We won't offer a reward, but we're just kind of I'm not gonna we're offer curious. Award, but I would like to know who ran over our mailbox. Maybe it was Clyde. Maybe he took a trip oh, trying to come down yeah. here and just ran it smooth over. Uh, <laughs> but then we went to He's Braxton's like house last night. He's like now. We blame every yeah. like bad thing on him. <laughs> Everything is Clyde's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ghost of my grandpappy. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to stop because we talk, keep talking about Clyde. And, uh, yeah. We all know the story. The Scooby-Doo thing and yeah. <laughs> How? Last time he howled. Yeah, man. Okay, so after uh, we go to Braxton's house and we watched uh, a movie that I'm going to let Christian explain because it is his movie. <laughs> well, it's funny because I don't know what was it? it was like last year, legitimately like more than a year ago. Christian was like, "Hey, here, these are some uh, Blu-rays and DVDs I have that you need to watch," and I was like, "Okay." And I stuck them on my shelf and I've watched a few here and there, but then like two or three of them I've sat there for literally like a year. Yeah. And I just continue to feel more and more guilty about it. Every time we'd go over to watch a movie, Christian, <laughs> Christian would pull out. He's like, hey, let's he watch like, this. Hey, let's watch Arrival. And then we'd veto it. <laughs> and then we'd yeah. uh, We want to watch something the, else though. <laughs> the problem is it's, it's hard not to veto Arrival. Not because it's not good, because, but it's just because of the type of movie it is, I guess. It's so easy to watch something else, you know? I guess serious. I had, I didn't know what it was yeah, about. Yeah, it's serious. He just I guess. said it was about aliens, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, right. let's yes. watch something yes. like not about aliens, <laughs> right? But sometimes, <laughs> like you know, National Treasure, you're in the, or <laughs> you're in the mood Sherlock for aliens. Holmes it's or, about aliens the same way Interstellar is about space. <sighs> yeah, that's kind of true. That's the vehicle it's for just getting the, you there. And then when yeah. you watch it, you're like, okay, this it's is about, about something other, else. Yeah, yeah, it was. Freaking good, but it was yeah. good. It, it kind of surprised me with how good it was. Christian can explain. It's his movie, after all. Directed by a guy named Denis Villeneuve. What's his name? Yeah. Um. What do I explain? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, how much do we want to explain? I guess it doesn't matter. But eh, I don't know. We can explain whatever we want. Okay. Well, just like the base. What is the basic like? Yeah. So if you haven't seen Arrival. This is what you should know. That's what. Well, since I saw it, it was one of my favorite movies because it was one that stuck out. So many mm -hmm. movies, they follow the script. Right. They're good, literally. but it's kind of like. And okay. there, there's a success formula, but this one went outside of that. And it was very Nolan-esque to where you think about the movie afterward. And part of that experience is afterward, you try to put things together in place. Yeah, that's, that's true. Rather than the movie just you know existing and then you leave and that's it mm -hmm. yeah how many movies do you actually think about plot points and try to tie things together after the movie this was one of those mm -hmm. and I don't think it was quite to the extent of Nolan um, but in I a think good it did way. some things better than yeah, <laughs> Nolan because yeah. I, I, <laughs> I actually ex explained things rather than being like you've got to feel it and it's like no I kind of need a little bit more of direction here no you got to feel it forget the science okay in this science fiction movie yeah, <laughs> it was Nolan. If he was way more efficient, yeah, exactly. That's so true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I feel like my, I guess, comparison. I guess my thought about Arrival before we actually sat down and watched it was, you know, typical alien movie. Like aliens come and destroy Earth, or want to like take over humanity, or you know, typical alien movie. Yes, yes. like Independence know. Day. Why That's I don't I understand why that everybody say. always thinks aliens need to come and just like destroy everything, but that's typically how alien movies go. So I was yes. like, uh, you know, it's just uh, probably just another alien movie. I don't care to watch it all that much. And then uh, this, it starts out, and she is a professor, the main character, Amy Adams. Yes, which but also her I name was, is Louise in the show. Yeah, yes. well, I'm, I'm just clarifying that that's who the actress is. Uh, oh, yes. right, right, right. Also, the main, the, Amy Adams and uh, who's the other guy? Hawkeye. Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Let me just say, like, they were good in the movie, but they're, they're, it's part of the reason why I was like, it's not like I don't like them, but it's like, these two people are the lead of this movie. Yeah, you pick. And those that's probably two really lead. insulting to them, <laughs> like, as people. But it's like these guys. The, act, 
Yeah, yeah. The acting worked, but at the same time, it w- they were so big that you you knew that they were from other movies. And so the whole time you'd be like, Hawkeye looks really weird in glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it starts out and she's a professor and like, she, she, she walks she, into class and there's like, on, there's literally like wait, wait, six wait. kids there. What? Say it. She, you could say she has a kid, professor, but that's all I'm going to say because she's a professor and she walks in and there's like <laughs> six of her students in class that day and everybody's phone starts going off and they're like, uh, can you turn on the TV? And it shows these, well, it doesn't actually show. It takes the, that, I said that last night, cool. it takes the Jaws approach. Yes. It's like this really elusive thing. And even then you barely see the aliens. Yeah, for even about when 30 they're minutes in, it doesn't show you the big spaceship. No. And even when it does, and they go inside the spaceship, it's and ambiguous, sort are of. communicating with the aliens. I mean, it just looks like octopus tentacles, basically. Like giant octopus tentacles. And then, like later in the movie, whenever she gets in there and actually sees the full thing, you're like, holy crap, this thing's like 50 feet tall. And it has a head nub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, so that's how it starts out. And I thought that was kind of cool that it took the, the Jaws approach yes. where normally it's like, and there's aliens coming in and they're like shooting at the earth. But these are just like chilling. Right, right. Which works yeah. in the movie too because it, part of the, the tension of the movie is like they're trying to figure out why the aliens are there. So that adds to the thing of like they're just sitting here. Yeah. Which to us as humans, it's like, what are you doing? just sitting over there. Well, and then as as they're like trying to communicate with them and learn their language and how to communicate with this alien species, which is like behind this glass, like... (laughs) It's like they're talking to an animal at a zoo. Yeah, it is. It was kind of weird. But But to them, they're the animals at the zoo. Yeah. They're behind the glass. Think about that. That's true. Yeah. We live in a society. So they go in and they're trying to figure out this language of these aliens. And... Eventually, they like, you know, they get their words and stuff. And then there's this one that they're like, use weapon. Yes. And you're like, this is a normal alien movie. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're like, holy crap. It's a normal alien movie. And, uh, and, and I mean, you know, it doesn't pan out to be a normal alien movie and there yes. is no attacking. But yeah, dude, it was crazy. Like the whole time I was sitting there and I was like, this movie's so good. And then like you start tying stuff together like in the middle of the movie that's like, oh yeah, this makes sense and then this makes sense and yeah, this person and that. and It's great, man. Okay. There were several times where I was like, dude, this movie's really good. Like just sitting yeah. there watching yeah. it. And I normally don't say that about a lot of movies. It's just like... Yeah. It was able to pull me in, you know, which is good. Yeah. That always works. You know what I mean? Even if you're not like, oh, I'm not totally feeling it. If it if you're able to like mm-hmm. put your full attention on it with no like it's if it's easy to do that yeah it's always pretty good yeah yeah if and it also, sucks you in it's always a good how movie. funny was me with the daughter thing was that funny or did it get annoying it got kind of annoying <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil anything I guess but the whole thing is I mean it's true it's been out for what like 10 years well yeah I guess didn't it come out until like 2011 no I think no. it came out like 2015 yeah, I think 2015. it's about 6 or 7 years old no but um, it starts off with like the main character and like her daughter. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, it's like the interstellar thing. Like the lesson <laughs> at the end is going to be like, it was love all along. And then, but I would make jokes about, oh, the daughter is actually the aliens or the yeah. alien is the daughter. None of that happened, but it, it, it brought the daughter thing to a very satisfying yeah. conclusion. <laughs> but as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that. And it was it was funny too because they would literally cut back to something with the daughter about every fifteen minutes. They're like, yeah. "We gotta have a flashback scene." Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes so, more so often that was than just that. Funny. But yeah, yeah. No, also, was, I, I did uh, like it because it was so it was very serious. And there's some parts where it was so serious that they said like a line, and I was like, "That was funny," because it was delivered so like seriously, matter of fact. But it was ridiculous. It's like a ridiculous statement, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. I forget what was the one I laughed at. It was like it was something about like the the Chinese general is something with the aliens. I don't know. It just cracked me up because it's delivered so like, duh. 
to the point oh, that I it's think, funny. I think what you laughed at was he said you have tr- the aliens have tr- he told the aliens they have twenty four hours to leave China. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were going to start attacking, and you were like, <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. What? <laughs> it just was. It was like General Shang has reported that he's told the aliens they have 24 hours to leave Chinese yeah. territory or they will destroy them. I don't know why because <laughs> it's picturing just like a Chinese general out in a field yelling at a spaceship like you must leave. Well, I'm sure that they were in. Didn't they go inside the ship like the rest of them? Yes, they yeah. did. So he's the visual like- is them yelling from afar. <laughs> Hello. I just want you to know, leave China in 24 hours or we will start war. Also, the Chinese general was uh, Council Han from Rush Hour. Mm -hmm. And he says Shishi in the movie. He does. I don't know why that's significant, but uh, I feel it is. And then Christian had a realization and texted us after the movie. Oh, yeah. And I don't know that I felt that way about that scene. At first, when I read what you sent, I didn't understand but then i got what you're saying i mean i i get what he's saying but you don't necessarily interpret it that way yeah i just don't i don't know i don't necessarily think that that was what happened i don't know yeah do you want to explain it (laughs) um we can have a little debate okay well first of all people have to know how they got to this moment so, how much do they know now? Well, you could are we s- just assuming everyone's seen this movie? All right. Well, you could say, okay, uh, so, you go so and- the, the spoilers are basically that the whole crux of the thing is that the gift, the weapon, is the alien's language. It's the language, but more than that, it's they, the language somehow connects with the ability to not see time as linear, mm-hmm. as just moving forwards, but see time as a continuous back and forth, which allows her as a character to hypothetically see completely forward and backward mm-hmm. in her lifetime. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give right. it a quick, which is why as she's learning the language, it like flashes back more frequently. Mm-hmm. Right. You learn that the flashback isn't a flashback. It's a flash forward, forward, which yeah. is the whole thing. I'll give a quick paragraph synopsis. Mm-hmm. So these 12 <laughs> space beans, land yes and they're like 50 feet off the ground and they are just vertical i don't know that they were that far because they're in like a the, yeah they're on a man lift yeah and, and those do not go it. that high yeah and, and they that, made that it made seem me laugh they made it seem like it went those 100 went, foot in the air yes like ridiculously high it was a special army one that's the yeah <laughs> they turn they, for the army they, they go make three these, times as high. 100 feet in the air yeah, because the army has any use for that kind of stuff other than maybe like working on a plane. Anyway, that's the most important part of the movie is that the scissor lift yeah. should... Yeah. <laughs> none should of the, none of the movie would have happened because the scissor lift couldn't get them up into the alien butt. Yeah. Alien butt? <laughs> um, so there are 12 of these crafts or Spaceships, sort. basically. And they're in 12 different places. Um, and the cool thing I thought was you immediately see what's probably pretty accurate um, worldwide response to something like that to where some countries, they immediately militarize the area. Right. There's panic buying of everything, riots, um, just because people freak out. Um, I mean, you saw what happened here, like when gas runs out or, or toilet paper runs out. So just imagine if there's a UFO panic. Um, but there are 12 of them and you get to see how a lot of the countries were completely dependent on, you know, like the one in Africa was uh, Sierra Leone. And so like everyone for that particular ship, they were dependent on that country. So you really rely on right, that right. country being smart. Anyway, this linguist Amy Adams and a theoretical physicist Jeremy Renner they're recruited and basically the US military is like we need to figure out what these things are saying basically these two heptapods which is what the aliens are shoot like ink ink circles and it forms into 
a symbol. And right. they were able to figure out that it's actually writing and it forms itself from the beginning and the end and it meets like in the middle. So Right. It's not a coherent back like mm-hmm. straightforward sentence. It's basically like their language is words non-linear. jumbled up. They made the yeah. point that it's like if you start writing a sentence with your right and left hand and meet in the middle. You would mm-hmm. have to know everything you need to say. Backwards and forwards. And they set it up um in in relation to time. And she starts having these flashbacks of this kid. And uh, the kid grows up. Uh, the kid eventually passes away from a rare disease. And she finds out that, you know, the father of the kid leaves. And so you think all of this happened in her past. Right. Then you find out, she's like, who is this kid? And you realize that by learning that language, they were revealing to her what would happen in her future. And it ends up, you think it's about love. You think that's going to be the big twist was that, she saw her future. She saw, uh, right, right. Um, she saw Jeremy Renner leaving, and she saw a child dying, and she still chose to pursue that path. You think that's it, but then they do the really good job of letting you think that's the big twist, or that's going to be the most yes. revealing moment. But then they put in but the that kind of gets secondary, like past, yeah. Then they yeah. put in the secondary plot line of. There was some misinterpretation where they say they were offering a weapon. China interpreted that as saying they wanted to use a weapon. So all these countries go offline. And um, China is about to strike this thing and probably lose the trust. The aliens have said, right. we want to help humanity because in 3,000 years, humanity will help us. Right. And the reason they know that is because they also have the ability of the yep. backwards and forwards thing. Then, all this weird stuff starts happening. She, I was there. Yeah, three thousand years ago. I'm sorry. She sees the future, and she sees that she wrote a book about the alien language, transcribing um, and and translating the language. And so, by her future book, she's able to realize what they're saying, and then they realize that all twelve of them need to come together, and then that's like the full translation. They're each given yes, right, one twelfth right, right. of the the full language. And um, which that's not that's not very clear in the movie, but I think that is what happens. Yeah, and uh, you finally understand. Not a flashback. She's seeing the future. Right. They're freaking out because. Well, oh, before that, she has a vision right before China's about to strike, of being mm-hmm. at this banquet. In the banquet, you see flags of all the you know nations invited. And then there's a flag with the... the One of the symbols. One of the circle symbols. And you're like, oh, so this is some futuristic banquet where they're, you know, recognizing her. It was about her. Yes, yes. Um, and the Chinese general, General Shang, walks up to her and he's like, you did something that not even my supervisor has ever done. You changed my mind. And she's like, you know, what are you talking about? And he's like, you called me on my private number. And she's like, I don't know it. And he's like, he shows her the phone and his number's on it. And then she has this huge, like epiphany moment. And it cuts back to her. And then she rewinds and then, you know. Yeah, it it cuts back to her. And she's like, like now I know what I need to do. She grabs the... She does it, basically. The the officer's satellite satellite phone. phone, calls his private number, and... This is what I caught. This is what, what I think. Because General Shang walks up to her and he says, I'll never forget what you said to me. You told me my wife's dying words. And then he says them all. And it's cutting back and forth between him saying that in the future and her remembering it from the future in the present, which is a weird concept. But if you, yes. if you watch it, you know. Um, and his acting right there was so good. Yeah. And... Um, then at the end, he tells her thanks in Mandarin. And because he says, she, she. because he says thanks, then I made the realization later that he might have also seen the future. And she confirmed it for him because those were the exact words that he was seeing. And so she told him the dying words and he says thanks because he knew what to expect. And also there's a woman in white behind him and she's the only credited extra at the banquet other than those two speaking roles. Mm. So I think she was cast as his wife and they probably filmed some extra stuff but they didn't want to give too much away. They didn't use it. 
So yeah. my opinion that he somehow was also learning the language because they talked about Mahjong. Someone was teaching the aliens Mahjong, the game. Yeah. And so, it, which is a good thing because like no one films, you can come up with theories. But mm-hmm. my theory right. was It all that, still works within the, uh-huh. the deal of the movie. He was, he just, was learning yeah. the language in China. Right. Saw his wife die. And he was kind of playing, like pretending he, like he didn't know. Mm, yeah, but he maybe. told her in the future at that banquet what she needed to know for the past, which is insane. Yeah, that, that's also where it gets very confusing. <laughs> but that's why yeah. it's good. That's why it's fun. Because it's like, wait, they told with the with the. It's also one of those. People. He would have had to have been the ones in there. He would have had to have been the one interacting with the alien for mm-hmm. him to have known that, though, the, because that's the only reason it, that those flashbacks that she was getting were more frequent. And I don't even know that she was necessarily having them very often. Like it's kind of, that's how the movie opens is with these flash forwards, I guess. Mm -hmm. But you don't know that that's a flash forward until later in the movie. So you wonder, was she even having those or was that setting up to make it seem like a flashback? At the very beginning, it was the setup. I think at that point, like hypothetically, when she was in her office Mm -hmm. and the general hadn't walked in and none of that had happened yet, I think she was normal, and hadn't hadn't I don't seen think the any flashbacks of this stuff. started yeah. happening until she got to the the camp mm-hmm. and started learning the language. Yes, yeah, that's kind of what I I thought. So if she's doing that and he is also teaching the aliens or trying to figure out their language and learning Possibly their language, then the he same, would have like, to have the same flash forwards as well. So that's right. the only reason seeing his wife. But if he didn't, words. If he didn't, and his wife had already passed away, because there's no reason that she would know that. Exactly. It still works that mm-hmm. she wouldn't know that. But the question is, did, it happen did his wife die in the past or in the future? Yeah. Which the daughter thing makes you lean towards, it probably is something that happens in the future. in the future, which he also knows. Yeah. Did you look up what her dying words were? Yes, I did. Yeah. I think it's a quote somebody else said, right? Uh, like in the movie or just in general? No, like in history or something. Hold on, I have it here. Someone commented under the YouTube video that you saw. Oh, but you know how it's based on a book? Arrival is? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really want to watch the book. Or not watch, but I really want to <laughs> You just Jeez. did. Yeah, I really want to read that book now just to see if there are any extra... Yeah, like little hidden things in context there. or to see what they changed. They did a great job with the movie and I'm assuming the book is that good, if not... Oh, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. But with the twist, like things happening in the future and and different characters being mixed in, I'm just really interested to see what the original story was. Yeah, that's probably pretty good. And it's cool that they tie it into the daughter's name at the end. The Hannah being a... um, Palindrome. Palindrome. Forward and backward. Yeah. Yeah. So what... Did you have it? Yeah. Well, you can read it if you want. If you have it. Uh, So... His wife's last words translated in English were, in war, there are no winners, only widows. Yeah. My translation here is, war does not make one a hero, it only makes widows and orphans. Which I think, like I said, I think that's a, that's a quote like, maybe that yeah. someone else in history has said before. But, uh, <laughs> wars not make one great. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I don't know. That just, her words being that as like her dying words. It's hard to tell whether it's forward or that's yeah. how it happened. I mean, because <laughs> he, I mean, he literally wanted to wage war against the aliens. Against a giant metallic egg in the sky. Yeah. Which they're going to lose and he's yeah. probably going to die and then she would be a widow. He also so, wanted Lee to find his daughter. That's also, I feel like, why they're so peaceful at the end. Not only because of like the whole language thing and them coming together, but I don't know. You kind of wonder if he had some kind of a similar experience to her where like this pod came down, picked him up, uh, right, took yeah. him in. Yeah, I don't know. Like did that or only happen happened to, her, to her? or did, hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. No. That's cool. The aliens look weird. They do. But that's probably, you know, that hypothetically. so deep yeah. too. Gosh. It was good. It was good. And, it was yeah, really and, good. and what makes it good too is like you saying it's deep and stuff. Like it, it actually like is, you know, like 
or at least like Christian said, like you leave thinking about it and there's actually more stuff to think about it. It's not just like the answer was love all along. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Which is okay. It's okay. But it's, you know, don't necessarily think about that afterwards. No. No. That's the ones where like people walk away like, oh, that movie was so deep. And like, was it? Like, it was good, <laughs> was it but really wasn't, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. But I think oh, this one is. It's really good. Yeah. I was super impressed. Super, super impressed. It was super good. But now we just need to uh, watch the entirety of Star Wars. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Christian needs to see it. I still can't believe he hasn't watched all of National Treasure. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's beneath Parkington Land. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It always comes back around. Somehow, yeah. It's beneath it, Parkington Lane. I can fix that. Um, Wombology. Yeah, you just kind of run through the same. Uh, I'm tired, Grandpa. Right, tired <laughs> of digging, Grandpa. Uh, I got kids, Professor. Yeah, Tars. Yeah, and no. uh, yeah. I don't know what uh, what Nolan movies would I have seen. I don't know that I've seen any of his stuff. You've seen the Batman trilogy. You haven't. You've seen Interstellar, part of it. I've seen all of Interstellar. But you were like for falling asleep. The first time we watched it again. Oh, I didn't know you watched it again. Uh-huh. Interstellar, Inception, Tenet, um, Memento. I think the... Uh, did you do the Prestige? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Is it the magic one? Yeah. I've never seen that one. I haven't seen it. Um, Dunkirk. I haven't seen Dunkirk. I think that's most of them. Yeah. It's but. it's like one every four years. So yeah. which are the one? I mean, Inception I've heard is like supposed to be really good, right? It, it makes it, you think it, a lot too. Well, Inception, I mean, I've never seen it, but to me, Inception is not like the best movie, but it's like the coolest because of all the crazy stuff they do. Because the concept of Inception is like they go into people's dreams. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like all the weird, crazy stuff that anything that can happen in a dream, they show it visually, which is just cool yeah for a movie you know yeah and then i haven't seen tenant either i've been wanting to watch tenant i've heard it's crazy tenant's good tenant is like the opposite of arrival tenant is where it's that's what i was joking about like the don't feel it thing there's a line in tenant where like he asked the scientist lady something and she's like don't think about it just feel it you're like oh my god (laughs) it's the opposite of arrival to where like it's got action it's compelling yeah, the characters I think are more like likable, I guess, mm-hmm. or enjoyable to watch. But he tries to he tries to have that like deeper lesson, mm-hmm. and it never really quite works. Yeah, which just kind of makes it funny to me, <laughs> and makes it still enjoyable. But uh, Tenet's good, and Tenet's good because it blows your mind. But you think about it later, and you're trying to understand it, but it doesn't make sense. So it's a lot about time, it. right? Yes. Yeah, there are people going forward in time, people going backward in it's, time, it's, and they fight each other somehow. It gets to, it, it's it's too confusing it's in insane. a dumb way, guns, but it's good. Bullets but it's, and guns shoot from like into a wall, back out of the wall, and through you, and back into the gun. And there's not enough time for you to think about. Wait a minute, that won't quite work. And then it's the next scene. So you don't, you don't think about it too long. It's like, wait a minute. If that car is going backwards, then uh, I think uh, being driven into what was it? A it's like the side of an airport, basically, right? Or well, no, it's it was. I don't know why they drive uh, the plane in the building, but it's it's so you can uh, keep. It's where like the mega rich keep. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a bank, but it's not called a bank. It's it's where they keep art and super collectible stuff to keep it from being taxed. Oh yeah, and that's sort of thing because like, I for real, like when we were watching it, I told you I was like, why the hell are lo- they looking for this art piece again? Because it literally, <laughs> it's, and it's not me like not understanding the plot. It's literally, if you think about it for two seconds, it's like, wait a minute, really though, why is this? Why are- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's what's so glorious about it is it's literally, the and the movie encourages you to be like, don't think about it too much. Just, yeah. just watch. Just wait for the next explosion. Just watch. Um, what's the dude's name? 
Just watch John David Washington be oh, like yeah. the coolest dude ever. He really is. When I saw that, I was like, why isn't this dude in like more movies? Like, why isn't this guy like James Bond? Yeah. Like, he's just cool. Yeah. And, he, no, and I, his hair is great. I think I was watch, I think I was listening to uh, like the Maddie and Pete show, which is like Peter McKinnon and Maddie Hapoya's podcast. And I think Peter was talking about watching it on like a plane. <laughs> And he was like, dude, I watched Tenet on the plane the other day. The movie still is crazy, like the eighth time that you watch it as it is the first time. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to go watch Tenet, I guess. <laughs> we, need, we need to watch it. I need to, I need to buy it because it's one I would like to own. Even yeah. if I wouldn't watch it a whole bunch, mm-hmm. it's still, still it's, a good, it. it's a good movie for a home theater thing. Now, it would have been insane if you watched the movie and then Christopher Nolan, there was like one plot hole and he said, rewind the movie. <laughs> and it made sense. Well, okay. Here's what's actually was really cool about Tenet that I haven't seen in any other movie is that um, they made like a watch it backwards feature on the DVD. <laughs> yeah, the commentary is just them speaking in reverse. <laughs> That's them laughing backwards. <laughs> and um. <laughs> Okay, what what was so cool about it was okay. The whole movie is oh, are they are they going back forward in time like regular people or are they inverted? And I swear this really happens. Like literally, the midway point of the movie, they go through the inversion machine and come out, and then you go backwards through everywhere they were in the first half of the movie. Does that make? That's what happens, right? What? It doesn't. I don't want to spoil anything. Do, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to have to watch there's it. There's one scene, and it's in the trailer, so it's not giving this away. But as the plane has crashed, they're trying to sneak into this place. And it's like the plane is crashing in reverse to where all the first responder people, like the firemen and stuff, they're running backward away Backwards. from the plane. And the plane is like reverse exploding. While they're going forward through all these people running backward, right? Yes, with the with the, <laughs> with the stretch. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Well, and there's I don't want to. But okay, one of the coolest parts to me is watching it the first time. Like you watch the going forward part, and you see like there's a dude over here walking, and like I like caught it with my eye, and I was like, that dude was walking backwards. Mm-hmm. And then in the other part of the movie, it's them walking past themselves, Jeez. and you're like. Oh, well, there's a the part where they meet in the middle. Yes. Because <laughs> they see the... the, 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 the. <laughs> Jeez, that's freaking <laughs> crazy. It's trippy, dude. It's trippy. I need it, to watch it. it. This is also in the trailer, so I'm not giving it away. <laughs> but the part where he sees the passenger side view mirror is cracked. And so he knows there's going to be... That an accident happened before, but it hasn't happened yet. He sees the glass crack before the, the accident happens. The car chase is insane. He's driving insane. backward and oh my gosh. I don't understand how any of it works, but I love all of it. Exactly. It's just, yeah, it's good. The more I think about it, the more <laughs> I like it. was a cool, like, it was just cool. It's freaking crazy that these guys can come up with something like that. Yeah. Like just yeah. the concept is like, so yeah, out and, there. And it's one of those where like it relies on the concept. Yeah. You know I mean, that's what makes it good. But that's okay. Some movies are like that where like yeah. the concept is what's cool. I mean, even Arrival, man. Like I was thinking about that last time. I was like, dude, whoever came up with this? Yeah. Is it's just it, good. It's so good. Wow. Like write me a book for <laughs> something cool. Like yeah. that'd be sick. And they're like, okay, got it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's so cool, man. Now I'm just thinking Tenet, about Tenet. another palindrome. <laughs> the, yeah, it's named. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point, right? Yeah, because yes. he goes, I'm going to give you a word. Tenet. Yeah, and, and that's the. Tenet has nothing. To, it's never said again in the movie. It's only named that because it's a palindrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, Nolan was like, we'll, we'll name it Tenet. That was what he needed to get um, into that one. Th- into club. the science lady. Or in, hold on. <laughs> 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 That's what, the, he needed to get, <laughs> that's what he needed to get into the science into lab. Into the lab yeah. thing. Yes. 
<laughs> Which, and the lab thing is great because you're like, okay, here's the scene where they explain everything. And she doesn't. She explains no. almost nothing. <laughs> and she's literally like the scientist in charge of this. Whereas if it was Arrival <laughs> and directed by the director of Arrival, the way they would have done that is she would have said, okay, so this is how it works. And as soon as she starts to talk, it goes to a flashback and they never tell you until yeah, the very end. Yeah, And then it's like a, like a 30 second long like Close-up shot. Tenet just it, sitting there. Yeah, Tenet, at least the plot is linear. The plot is linear. Even if the timeline isn't. Yes. Whereas Arrival, the timeline jumps all over the place. Tenet is at least, you can follow it. Well, you the know reason why it is is because you're following John David Washington's character. You're with him going through it. If you're following another character, it would be way too confusing. And I know Nolan dumbed it down a lot because a lot of the dialogue... It's funny because it's so like... They'll say, okay. They'll be like, so, all right, so we got to do this. And then it's basically like what... Uh, is it... Uh, what's the rapper's name who's on Law & Order? Ice-T? Ice Cube? No, it's Ice-T. No, it's Ice-T. Ice-T? Who's always like, so you're telling me this dude has like a sexual obsession with kangaroos? Or, or whatever they say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like before, they they explained it in like technical language. And then they get Ice-T to, to say it in one, like one sentence version. So you're telling me? Yeah. Ask the question again. That's basically what happens in Tenet, right? Is where yeah. it's like, we do this. And then you go to the machine. It's like, so you're telling me we're going mm-hmm. backwards? Yeah. Ice-T is law and order. Ice Cube is already there yet. It's, it's <laughs> easy to get those mixed up. Yes. Are we there yet? That's I haven't thought about that movie okay. in so long. I haven't either until just now. It's really... Doesn't Ice Cube play a cop in several movies though? In the Jump Street movies, he played the captain. Yeah, I think there's another movie though. I think there is another movie. Is it Ride Along? Is that what it is with Kevin Hart? (sighs) Yeah, maybe. Isn't he like the main cop dude? I thought it was another guy. There's a movie called Ride Along, yes. Well, there's another movie called Let's Be Cops. Which is confusing. Yeah, Ice Cube and Kevin Hart ride along. Okay, that's right. That's right. I was thinking of the other one. Yeah, I was like, I know he played a cop in something. Yeah. Which is ironic. If the police come in. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> which is why they use that in, in 21 Jump Street because it's just hilarious. That yeah. <laughs> good grief, man. Ugh. That movie was so freaking good. <laughs> Ugh. I just, man, I have a problem with watching like really good movies that are really in depth like that because when you watch them again, you don't have the satisfaction that you had the first time of like, oh crap, I really have no idea what's going on here. Yeah, you never can get that back. No, you know, uh, uh-uh. and it's like the first and time even you if watch a movie it, doesn't like, have a twist. It's like, like, oh my god, and then like the next time you watch it, you're like, well, now I know all this is going to happen, and you'll see like yeah. little things here and there where you're like, oh yeah, definitely. Right, you notice more, but but it's never like that satisfaction of like, oh crap, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, even if it's not like a twist in a movie, it's still that way with like really really good movies where it's like, I wish I could like Men in Black myself. Yeah, and go and back watch and it watch again. it again for the first time. To, like get yeah. that full like experience. Yeah. Like I wish I could do that with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because like the first time I saw that and he like just I don't know beat the dude's brains out on the phone or something. It's like just the the thing of like this is happening right now. Yeah. Well, now I know it's it's coming. Yeah, but at that point he didn't know. Or when he's at the ranch and you're mm. like, he's about to get got. Yeah. Dude, I need to watch that movie again. The first time we watched it, I was like, this is really freaking good. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man. Once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> Frick. I've been wanting to watch that again. Like, as soon as we got done watching it the first you time, I was like, I, I need to watch this again <laughs> right now. That's exactly what I thought the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to go home and like buy this movie and watch it tomorrow. Yeah. It's so good. Golly. I kind of feel that way about Arrival too. It's, yeah. And it, it's similar to Arrival where it's like in Arrival, it'd be just shots of like Amy Adams sad in a tent mm-hmm. and it'd be like a minute long shot or something. Yeah. Whereas there was one time in Hollywood, it'll be like five minutes of Brad Pitt driving around in a car with music and that's it. And for some reason, we're just enthralled by the- by this. Yeah. 
Gosh, that'd be so good too. We have good taste, if I do say so myself. <laughs> such like a horrible thing to say, you know what I mean? Like I we have such like I have such good taste. Yeah, like your uh, music taste, where they're like, whoever's got the best taste of music, grab the ox, and you're like me, and you like play like country music, All-star. and they're like, we said good taste in music. <laughs> You play All Star by Smash Mouth, and everyone uh, yeah, goes yeah. wild. They love it. Yeah, that one is one that like everybody enjoys. People are generate well, even people younger and older than us are like, "Oh, this is a good song." Yeah, I remember it from Shrek. I remember it from Shrek. What did you say last night about Shrek? We were watching Arrival. Oh, like the joke of what were they asked the aliens? Like, what's the most important question? And it's like, have you seen the two thousand one film Shrek? Yeah. <laughs> if they say no, blast them. Not what is your purpose on earth or whatever they want. <laughs> Just like, this is, is the, the main purpose. Ridiculous thing. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember Ruffles chili cheese chips? <laughs> Ruffles. Do you remember those? The chili cheese ones. Yes. Do they not make those anymore? No. That's why they're they're oh, they were man. delicious. What's wrong with these companies, dude? <laughs> they always get rid of the best stuff. Like I don't understand. And then it's like, like they got try our qu- new peppermint squirrel flavor. And it's like, I don't want the peppermint squirrel. <laughs> I want a chili cheese. Yeah. Like Cool Ranch Dorito Locos Tacos. Yeah. Why did they take those away? Everyone likes Cool Ranch better. Yes. Everyone. Yeah. They were freaking good every time. Never had a bad one. And the nacho cheese ones are fine. Like, don't get me wrong. They're way better than a regular taco. But but cool. Why ranch. would you go with nacho cheese? If here's what it is, it's a conspiracy at the Doritos factory. They're selling plenty of Cool Ranch. I don't but they know. Got, but they have too much nacho cheese dust. <laughs> too much <laughs> nacho over. cheese dust in barrels that they're that they're not producing. So they're like, we got to sell it to Taco Bell. It's going to expire. Put it Gosh. on the tacos. I just don't understand because I I mean I I would have thought that the Cool Ranch tacos <laughs> would sell better than the nacho cheese ones. We always <laughs> talking about. Freaking fast food. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's fun to talk about. It is. It's fun to talk about that and just like candy BS and soda. Yeah. Because it's so fun to argue about because it's literally like the most pointless thing. doesn't matter. (laughs) And that's why it's fun to be like, no, this is how it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why they got rid of this. Or Mexican pizza or pizza at McDonald's or... Um, what else is there? Have you guys seen Uncut Ooh. Gems? Uh, I I think I've watched all of Uncut Gems. I don't know. I know I watched like half of it, and I was like, I'm always gonna watch it, but then I don't because I'm like, I know it's gonna make me stressed out. It's insane. It's I need pretty, to pick a day when I'm like nuts. completely calm, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm at the level to be stressed <laughs> this out. Is Uncut Gems level. Yeah. Golly, man. You know, whatever happened to those Wonder Ball things that used to have like Wonder, the Wonder, what's in Wonder Ball? You remember when they used to be like big ones? Yes. And they had like the, I would buy them every time we went to Walmart. They were freaking good, dude. Was well, it? actually they weren't that good. Well, I'll say this: the chocolate was good, but in the middle it would be a little like weird mint or nerd thing, and you'd be like, "Yes, the center," and you eat it, and you're like, "It tastes like." It chalk. was like those chalky candies. I liked those a lot. Okay, I didn't like them. That's why. I've never had one, but didn't it get a consumer ban for being a choking hazard? Yes, they did. That's actually the reason why they're gone. Why? Because also sometimes, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I swear sometimes it wasn't candy. Maybe they were candy by the time we had them, but they it's used like to put toys, toys in them. Yeah, that's why it was If great. it wasn't Wonder Ball, it was the little Kinder Eggs. It was Kinder which Eggs. Which is the same concept. The, the, but, the toys in them. But these most of the time would be like, it's the Flintstones one, and then it'd be like a tiny little like Flintstone like piece of literal like chalkboard chalk. They were good though, man. Eh, they're okay. The, I like the that chocolate kind of stuff. is better. The chocolate was really good, but I also really like those little candies. Inside. Well, and it was cool too, because I swear sometimes they made them to where like, it wasn't just a ball, like a solid ball. There would be details on it, but sometimes it'd be like, Oh, it'd be like a puzzle piece and you could like poke, poke a hole out. out and like one stage would come out. You're like, this is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, those are, they were genius. Cool, and the song. Yeah, I don't song. even remember the song. And I don't remember them selling it all the time. The only time I ever remember getting special. one of those, the only time I ever remember getting one was at Christmas. Christmas, yeah. 
I got one at Christmas every year. Yeah. It was like my favorite thing. And I used to like, you know how they have the, you could tell that they put it together and like put some chocolate around it and kind of melted it together. Yeah, oh, it's like a little chocolate weld. Yeah. And so <laughs> I would like pull it apart at that and have like two perfect half uh, Wonder Balls. With, and I would eat the candy out first and then eat the chocolate. But the candy was so good, dude. Oh, those things are so good. What is this song? This is what, like, it was on the commercials for it. Wonder, wonder. Those candies are so good. I don't understand that why that those got taken away because those I, I actually it did have a sticker in it. What did you see that? It was the sticker. It had a sticker in it. Whatever. Well, I'm saying the kid could eat the sticker. Yeah, but uh, that also reminded me stupid. it's wrapped in foil. It came wrapped in foil because yeah. the cardboard box was like loose. Anything mm-hmm. could get in there, but the, the chocolate itself was a, a wrapped up in foil. Foil, which and is you had to which is cool. It, which was cool. <laughs> and then the I, dude, those candies inside were so. And the whole good. thing, it's like they were like, I got Lion King, and you're like, I want Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, I don't know how to describe them. Maybe like a harder Smarty. Yeah. They weren't as powdery as a Smarty. No, they but weren't, they weren't as powdery hard. as a Smarty, and they also like had more flavor. Where Smarties is kind of like a dull flavor. They were like, if it was like strawberry or cherry flavored, it tasted like cherry. It was really good. Where Smarties kind of all taste the same. Like there's a little bitty differences, I guess, but they basically all taste the same. Do you want another one? Of what? A Wonder Ball? Uh, something like a Wonder Ball. What is, yeah, what you got? What is it? I feel like I'm going to know what this is. On the journey to your fridge, more oh, and more gosh. I do remember those. What were those called? Belly washers. Belly washers. We probably still have some of those somewhere. Did they ever make a Star Wars one of those? Like a Darth Vader? I'm pretty sure. Do you still have it? I think I probably have the top. I didn't keep the bottles, but you keep the tops, which were the decorations. Like they were shaped like characters, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Like that had to have been expensive to make those, right? For every bottle. And licensing and all of yes, it. Yes, and yeah. licensing. Yeah. Like, how much did it take to make Fred Flintstone like on like a literal like <laughs> two ounce drink? That you'd like, eh, probably also, not all that much. No, I mean, other than the you know licensing. I mean, in comparison stuff, to but, just like slapping a sticker on it, like look, it's Fred Flintstone's face. Like, no, that's his molded head. Yeah, which is cool because then you could play with them. The whole thing was it could also be a toy. You could get the little tops of the bottles and you could play with them. I had two Scooby Doo ones. I think I had a Shaggy and Scooby. I know I had a Scooby Doo one. I had that exact one. For sure. How did you pull that up that quick? We're looking at like pictures of them. Oh, I thought you had that saved on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> he like went through the archives. He like went through the archive on his phone and he's just like, like I oh, got this. I have this somewhere. This is the top comment on this video. Oh, these things definitely washed your belly. I remember drinking them when I was a kid and I puked up a storm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No oh, man. Uh, what kind of drinks do they have inside? They were always pretty good. They were like juice, yeah. sort of. Like okay. it claims like kind of like with a, vitamin C, but you know that it's kind of like, like not good for or you. Something like that. This design is literally insane. <gasps> okay, that's cool. It's Spider Man sw- the, the top of the Swinging building is the top. Building. That's cool. That's pretty sick. I might get that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seven fifty on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> for a bottle. Tried one in 2008 when I was five. Never again. Even my dad agreed it was the worst drink he'd ever tasted. I didn't think they were that bad. I feel like we drink them all the time. I drank them, but I kind of drank them knowing, even as a kid, like, 
mean, there this were isn't there better, were like, better things to drink, but it was yeah. still pretty. I mean, it was decent. You mean like squeeze it? What the heck is a squeeze it? What the heck is that? Is that the candy that comes out like goo? Is know. it candy or is it a bottle? Like so like a bottle of juice. The stuff that they, it looks like, like a Kool Aid jammer. The stuff that they like shove down our throat. Ooh, I do remember those things. You know what I mean? Like I could be wrong, but like I swear you don't see the, like you don't see that now. What? Of just I mean I know there's still a little bit of it, but the literal like pushing of like pure sugar and like awful things. Yeah. Directly to children. Ooh, those were good. I think we talked what about those that? the other day. Those Doritos 3D. I know. Oh no no no! I saw oh, it yeah. on. I saw it on Good Mythical Morning the other day. They were doing like a flashback. Oh my god! Do you remember? Uh, wait, 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 what were the little pieces? Snack taste test or something. Little pieces of what? There were like little. There were like Cheez-Its, but they were a little bitty in a tube or a bag. And you could get the the chocolate chip cookie ones. ones there were two. cheese ones, and then there were and what the were they called? Cheese nips. No, it was in a red thing, and it was like this floppy sack. The cheese nips was a type of them, but that's not. <sighs> Hold on, I want to say. Oh my god! There's no, 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 no. Fl- I'm thinking of the wrong thing. It is. Uh, what is it? Cheese nips were. A it thing. was like a grab and go thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Oh, see, now I have cheese nips stuck in my head. Grips. 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 <laughs> Grips. Yeah, that's what it was. Those things were actually really good. They were popular too. Like everybody had them at school for like two years and they disappeared. Walmart. I, my mom always had those things. They were so good. Were I, good. Probably, I ate those. I ate the crap out of those things. They were little like hexagons. Mm-hmm. 14 count at Walmart in stock, 468. It's not in stock, dude. They haven't sold those in years. Have they? Literally in stock. They're probably nasty now. Do they sell those still? Probably not on the shelf, but on the website, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Turns out you can only buy them from Sam's and like a pallet worth. I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, there was ones that were like chocolate chip or something. Maybe they do still make these. Wait, yeah. It's I a, just never see them in a store. It says Walmart has them in stock at the store. It's got a, it was a, it, they have them on Amazon. What? In stock. Cheese grips, chips deluxe grips, and Graham's grips. Grams was the... I remember the Grams. They were all really good. The what? Chips Deluxe ones were freaking good though, man. The little cookie ones. Apparently, I also just love Cheez-Its. Apparently, uh... Oh my God, this article. There's what? an article on foodprocessing.com mm-hmm. and it's About. called Kellogg's Comes to Grips with New Products for Tweens. They were targeting us. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I know, but it's weird to see it. It's an article from 2005. The big pixie sticks? Pixies, I don't Or just I like the regular like pixie sticks? The fact that they were allowed to like sell those in convenience just stores. Just sugar. Or the ones where you... They, I'll still see them sometimes. Where they like still sell them. You fill your own tube. Oh, yeah. And it's like... <laughs> yeah. We have a machine that dispenses like... Oh, it was kind of funny. Sugar. So this was probably like, I don't know, probably a year ago. And uh, she who shall not be named. Um, I went over to her house and her, had dinner with her parents. And we had gone to Dollar General before that and got pixie sticks. And we, the four of us, ate an entire bag of pixie sticks at dinner. Oh, no. I don't know how many we ate. It was a bunch. Because there's like a hundred or something of those in a package. We ate an entire bag. That's not good. Yeah. It was awesome. That's not good. We literally put like eight of them in a bundle and ripped all the tops off of them and Bro. just ate like eight of them at a time. <laughs> Bro. What? <laughs> I wish everybody could see Braxton's <laughs> face right now. Christian just showed us a picture so of... Good. Of, what uh, are those? Where did Christian, they come from Christian and where did they go? A picture of cream, Joe. cream savers, hard candy, strawberries and cream. Uh, so this was part of life's or 
Where did those come from? And why do they not exist? You know what they're really similar to is, um, shoot, what are those called? Cough drops? No, it's the caramel things. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Werther's? Werther's, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. like that, but they taste like strawberry cream. These things were really good, man. They were Why so- don't I know about... Who gave me those? Because I wouldn't have bought those willingly, but like someone like handed me some one day, and I was like, these are delicious. It says knockoff brands still exist on shelves, though nothing beats the original. Who made it? Uh, oh, the Lifesavers people, right? No, it wasn't Lifesavers. It said, this is what the paragraph says for cream savers. If you love Lifesavers hard candies, you probably took a notice of this popular cream swirled variant, which was on store shelves for multiple years. These cream savers took flavors like strawberries and cream to new heights, and the public loved them. This yeah. product mysteriously vanished from shelves despite a hearty effort to make them return. If you want to get your fruit and cream fix, knockoff brands still exist on shelves, though nothing beats the original. Oh my God. But it's literally just cream savers, is the brand. Yeah. And the packaging and everything about it tells you that it would be nasty. Yeah, but they were good. But they were delicious. And we ate them like all the time at school. Yeah, that's someone gave them to me at school. That's the only reason why like... So they had the strawberry ones. They also had like an orange dreamsicle one, I'm pretty sure. That was like mm-hmm. a... It was good too. The, the strawberries and cream was way better, but the orange oh one was pretty God. good too. I'm pretty Where sure... Where did you one. find that now? Are you looking on He's some looking like on an database He's of looking on 2000s? Yeah, he was looking at an article. Hey, that, we should stop. This needs to be a, a episode, episode by itself. Any, I'm telling you, anything that is about just like BS from our childhood is what's fun to talk it's about. Fun to talk about, and never yeah. and like besides that, people love to talk about it. Yeah, I feel like people like to just hear about it too. Like I know uh, when we've talked about like our <laughs> perspective of like elementary school or something, my mom's like, it's so funny to hear about like what you guys thought about elementary school. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because at the time, we—I mean, we knew what was going on, but we didn't at the same time. But now we can kind of articulate, yeah, what uh, what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you say that into the mic? I can taste it. Looking at the photo, well, I can see taste now. It. Now I feel like uh, Frodo because it's like I don't recall the taste of sugar-free cream savers anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm too far into Mordor to remember the taste of. Yeah. So is this what we're doing next week? Is we're going to talk about discontinued products from Uh, our childhood that we loved. Are we going to specifically say food? It could be anything, I guess. Okay. Let's go. Let's start with food. We can start with food. food. But I feel like we should maybe. But there are other things in the future that are because there's a whole bunch of things like I've told you this before. Where like I don't know when I'm going to do it, but like most of like almost every toy I have is in like our barn in a box and probably about 10 boxes mm-hmm. like tubs. I, we talked about your uh, Nickelodeon phone and it That's is now <laughs> sitting in your living room. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't looked in those boxes for who knows how since long. they were all put in there. Yeah. And that, when I look in there, that's going to be literally like the treasure trove of like, all oh, this and this and yeah. this and this. You're going to make a video on that and put it on YouTube? Maybe. That you should. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Because it's like unearthing the treasures. <laughs> Taking another look at things from my childhood. I swear, I've, I've said this before. The thing I think about the most for some reason is you remember the crash test dummies cars? Yeah. When like you'd hit them, but they were like specific. It was like a reverse transformer to where like you, it would never come all the way apart. But like when you made the car like run into something, it would like it wouldn't scrunch, like the, it would scrunch the hood. The doors would fly off, the back end would fly off, and the wheels would pop off like a car actually crashing. And, and, the, du- and the little dummy guy would go and fly up in the air. I remember the dummy guy like launching, but I don't remember it like even him launching out of the car. I remember I had one where the dummy, like when you hit something, it would like lean forward and it was almost bigger than the car if I remember right. Mm, But it would like hit and the dummy would just kind of like lean forward and like crash into like the windshield or like the hood of the car because it was bigger than the car. I don't remember it like the wheels popping off and stuff. I think there are a few different ones, but like, and and then you take and you put all the doors back on and reconfigure the car and then you slam it in. Maybe I did and I just don't remember it. but. But also had one of those spy cars. Yeah. What? 
I think we're about done. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that can be our topic for next week. Yeah, that'll be is fun. We'll discon- try and, I'll try and search my memory, and I'll also do a little figure out some internet research yeah, to, some to try and spur on some discontinued things. Memories. All I'm saying, all I have to say about that is Flom sucks. Your parents would probably... <laughs> Dude, don't spoil it. <laughs> your parents, I was going to say, your parents, if you ask them, they would remember things better than you would because you were little. Right, yeah, there's parts yeah. that are that are missing that, yeah. Yeah. It's like, now what was some like weird candy that we or were even always like buying? your grandparents or something. Oh, yeah. Or some weird stuff like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> all right. Well, that'll be a fun episode next week. So, uh, let's, let's wrap this thing up, man. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Spotify. We are at Question at Hand on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find all of those links as well as a link to our Discord and Reddit pages at thequestionathand.com. Share this episode with a friend. We'll see you next week for uh, discontinued items. Have a good one. Bye, guys. What's in my wonder ball?